After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are doubling. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. Well, hello, this is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy, coming to you today in my not mobile, mobile studio, sitting in front of my apartment in a parking space, my parking space. You do that, Baby Boomers. You got a place, uh, if you don't have a home, you're living in an apartment or townhome or somewhere else that isn't your own driveway. You got a whole bunch of people parking like in apartments. Why do they call them apartments anyway? Because they're so close together. That's a quote from Gallagher. Remember him with the sledgeomatic or the water watermelon sledgeomatic? Yeah, he was funny. He was very witty too. Anyhow, I'm sitting in my parking space because I got to pay space right in front of my door. So when I get out ready to go to the old J-O-B, I can get out and go right to my car. Especially now that it's getting a little chilly here during the wintertime. Even down here, yep, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, got to have a nice scraper to get get the windshield good, or I could just uh, sit in the car and wait till it warms up. Uh, when I was a kiddo, did you do this, baby boomers, if you lived up in the north areas? Did you have your mom and dad say, here's the keys, go warm up the car for me and scrape the ice and shovel the snow? <laughs> I'm so glad I ain't doing that no more. If you still are baby boomers, I'm sorry. Maybe your kids, your grandkids can do it for you. Anyhow, I digress. Well, actually, I was just off on some rabbit trail there. What's today's episode, Bobby? Let's get back on track. Today's episode is entitled Bad Tooth. Bad Tooth. Yeah, I was just going to call it Tooth. But then I try, as uh, my folks that have been listening for a while know, I try to make my titles pretty self-explanatory since I wing things and I, I just get an idea in my head and say, let's just start talking about stuff. So I thought, well, Tooth. But then, uh, you know, you might say, Tooth what? So Bad Tooth. I had a bad tooth I had to have taken care of. And I was going to make the show yesterday, right after I... I had this bad tooth pulled out, uh, but I figured y'all probably wouldn't have been able to, you know, understand me with all the junk stuffed in my face trying to keep me from bleeding or whatever. 
and the swelling and the pain. Oh, the pain, the pain. Remember Dr. Smith from Lost in Space? Space? Yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm not taking pain medicine. <laughs> in case you think I'm going off because I'm I'm uh, taking some heavy pain meds. Nope, I'm not taking heavy pain meds. I was taking some aspirin for a while, and then I remembered the old medic days. Aspirin makes you bleed. <laughs> so the, if you get a tooth pulled, just some words to word to the wise or word to folks to make them wise, if you don't know already. Aspirin will make you bleed. It makes your blood thin out. And we don't want to bleed if you have like a tooth pulled or you got a big wound or something you're trying to heal that needs to take the time to make clots and stuff like that. Yeah, aspirin will stop that. So I sorted out. I don't usually take much of anything because I don't like to. And uh, so I'm uh, winging it, trying to be tough marine, tough old marine and deal with it. And I did do a nice pack on the old swollen cheek. But what happened? What happened to this bad tooth? And why why did I need to get it pulled? And what lessons can we learn, baby boomers, from a bad tooth? Well, I got two lessons from this whole deal, maybe more, and we'll explore that later. But let's just get to the bad tooth part first. I've had a bunch of teeth pulled out. I don't, it's not that I don't like dentists. I used to say, I hate dentists. But then I realized I was hurting their feelings when I'd tell them that. It's not that I hate or don't like dentists. I don't like dentistry. I don't like when you're laying all the way back and your jaw open and people are shoving things in your face and then funny thing they start asking you so what's your job where you live what kind of hobbies you have <laughs> and i know they're trying to distract you but if you like to tell the answers when they ask you a question it's kind of hard to do that stuff stuck in your mouth isn't it anyhow so coming to tennessee i've had tooth issues uh, i don't like going to the dentist i found a really good dentist up in philly he was a holistic fella and he uh, got the mercury out of my mouth <laughs> funny thing he pulled the tooth up there and it had mercury filling in it and i i like to save my teeth i don't know why i'm not going to use them maybe i'll make a necklace out of it like some folks do with snake teeth or something anyhow i've been saving my teeth since way back when they were pulling my wisdom teeth out uh, back in my military days anyhow so I got a collection of teeth and I save them up and this one with the mercury in it he pulled it out and I said now I saved my teeth doc and I need to keep this uh, this tooth and he said well wait a minute it's got mercury in it mercury is a toxic chemical and we can't give that to you and I said well wait a minute you've had this mercury up in my head for all these years and now you're telling me I can't have it in a box because it's toxic? And he went, yeah, you got a point. Just don't tell nobody. Well, I'm telling you, but I ain't going to tell you his name. So, there. When I was younger, back in the military when they were taking out my wisdom teeth, I remember the doc back then, or the dentist back then, he actually had one hand pulling my jaw open and his knee on my chest while he was pulling out my wisdom teeth. Now talk about a bunch of fun. Not. And I think that, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> as I think about it in my thinker, I'm pretty sure that's what caused my TMJ and my jaw to lock every time I opened it up wide after that uh, misadventure or adventure of having my wisdom teeth taken out. That's another thing. Why do they call them wisdom teeth if they're supposed to give you wisdom, then why do they pull them out? Or is that the old, well, you're getting older, so you're supposed to get wiser, and your teeth grow right around then? I don't know. That's kind of silly to me. Anyhow, I went to the dentist to get a tooth pulled. 
I was close, but no cigar. I was having uh, tooth pain. Well, I've been having tooth pain for the last year or so. Like I said, try to tough it out. Try to be a good old boy, good old Marine. Yeah, I try to be tough. And I try to do natural things. Try to use the, the toothpaste that keeps you from getting cavities. And I try to do, I uh, did chloral oil, which takes away the pain. If you take a little Q-tip and you got some pain in your teeth and you haven't you haven't gotten to the dentist yet, you can put a little clove oil. Tastes nasty. Yes, it does. But it does relieve the pain right away. Now, I don't know if I mentioned in a prior episode before I went up to see my mama up in uh, New England for Thanksgiving about the pain I was having. I was poking. <laughs> poking my face, feeling the pain and the swelling, and I didn't want to get my tooth pulled before I went up there, because I didn't want to dry a socket or any of that there stuff. So, I don't want to deal with that, especially if you're going to have Thanksgiving, and you get to have all that good food, and you got no, no teeth to eat it with, or you got teeth pain or whatever, and you're not supposed to be eating solid food for a little bit. So, I prolonged it for a while, and I figured I'd get, I'd come back, and, and I'd get it taken care of, and that's what I did. Well, my missus helped me a whole bunch with that. She'd watch me, and I was poking around, trying to figure out which tooth was bad and I kept poking right above on my cheek where sinus cavity was because I thought originally it was a sinus infection and I kept poking it and she said does it hurt when you do that and I said it sure does and she said well stop doing that anyhow so turns out I was guessing on which tooth was bad because I got one tooth up in the upper right side that was I could feel that it was kind of rotten out on the, on the gum sorry for too much information there but you could you know you can either see or feel when your teeth ain't right and put your tongue up there. Anyhow, there was a big old problem I found, and I thought, well, that's got to be the tooth. So, uh, uh, my little deduction, I was close. If I was close by one tooth, one tooth over from where it was was actually the tooth. This technology, man, I work in medical equipment for my J-O-B, and I'm always amazed, been doing it for 30 years, and technology has gotten so awesome. It's gotten so awesome. All the x-rays and ultrasounds and all the machines that we got now that can help the doctors and dentists and, and the surgical folks and everybody to do a better job and be more accurate in what they're looking for. I think that part of medicine or Western medicine is awesome. Really cool. Anyhow, so I got my x-ray done and, and the technician, dental tech, was looking at the x-rays and she was looking at them and she, she knew I like to ask lots of questions because she asked, so I told her I like to learn stuff and uh, told her my background and stuff. Told her I tried to pull one of my own teeth out, both her and the Dennis looked at me like, out your mind. But anyhow, I was looking at the x-rays and she pointed out, she said, well, this tooth has a cavity, but see this here and see this little circle and see this dark spot? Yeah, you got an abscess. And I said, oh, wow. well, I know what the word means, but what does that mean in terms of what we're going to do today? You're going to poke a needle in there where the pus and yucky stuff is and pull it out? And the dentist came in and said, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> We're going to have to pull that out. And that's okay because I was figuring I was going to have to pull the, the way back one, the one in the back that I thought was the bad tooth. And I said, what else? What's the other plan? He said, well, we're going we're gonna to have to take that bad the tooth with the abscess out, and it was close to the front of my face, or one of the front teeth. It wasn't one of the ones with the big roots. That was what I was really afraid of, because the one in the back, uh, those are hard to take out. I know. Uh, uh, I know, because I tried to pull one out one time. But anyhow, <laughs> so I wasn't looking forward to that, so I was kind of relieved that it was one in the front, which just had one of the one roots. And so he said, well, we'll pull it out. And I said, well, can't you just, like, uh, clean it up? And he said, nope, we got to pull it out, because once you get the abscess, you got 
that uh, you're in trouble to where it'll start rotting the bone. And he told me all the complications, which I won't get into. So I figure he went to dental school, so <laughs> and he sounded pretty confident. And uh, I listen to folks, see, I ask them a bunch of questions to see where they're coming from to see if I'm gonna uh, trust them and like them. <laughs> Don't we do that, baby boomers, with everything we do? Anyhow, so I figured, yeah, well, this guy fella sounds real smart, sounds real good. I looked him up. He's worked on my wife, and I need this thing taken care of because I've been waiting a long time, and it's getting worse, so I don't want to have, uh, you know, my bone eaten up to my son is cavity and my brain rotting out or all the complications that they say. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I'm not on pain medicine. I'm just in pain, so I may be a little bit uh, weird. But I'm going to end this pretty soon because I'm talking and my face is feeling a little pain and swelling, and I'm sure you're probably pretty glad that I'm about ready to, to uh, pull the plug <laughs> on this tooth story, this bad tooth story. So anyhow, so he did pull it out and uh, got a lot of stuff. I, him and the, the um, him and the technician kept saying, ooh, there's some more. Ooh, scrape that off. Oh, look at that. Ooh, this is awful. I, I wish you had took a picture. I took. I keep my eyes closed. I don't know about y'all if you watch the dentist while they're working on you. I got no business and I don't have any desire to watch what they're doing. I keep my eyes closed, my hands folded. I pray a lot, talk to God, <laughs> ask for strength and courage and help me with the pain and, and uh, get rid of that fear. Give me that sound mind, power and love from the Holy Spirit. And I just try to keep busy with that. I did notice when they were deadening my, my cheek, there was, I never noticed before, but the technician, while the dentist was poking me with the needle, the technician was tapping my arm. And it was a good distraction because it was distracting enough to annoy me to want to tell her, stop doing that. <laughs> stop tapping on my arm. But I reckon it served its purpose because I was paying attention to her annoying me by tapping on my arm instead of him poking me with a needle up in my jaw and the roof of my mouth and all over the place. Yeah, it was funny because when I, or it is funny because when I was a medic, I could poke, cut, sew, do all sorts of stuff to other folks. But I don't like it when it happens to me. No, no, no. Do you like doing stuff that's tough on somebody else, but when it comes to you doing it for yourself, you just don't want to do it. Yeah, well, that's a backstory. Anyhow, so let's wind this story up and let's land this plane. So what's the moral of the story, Bobby? Well, the moral of the story, first of all, for teeth and health, if you got bad tooth, well, first of all, you need to take care of your teeth. Yeah, baby boomers, we're getting old. <laughs> Our teeth are getting old. So we need to take care of them if you're not already. You need to brush and floss and use a good toothpaste. You have to do your own research for that or do those mouthwashes that are supposed to prevent cavities and keep your tooth and even build up health for your jaw, your gums, and all that good stuff. You'll have to do your own research for that. But you ought to take care of your teeth before it gets to the point like mine where you got to take it out. Yeah. So I would suggest that to you. I'm thinking about it myself. I usually just wait till something happens and then go see it. But I might just start having my teeth cleaned and taken care of a little more often than I usually do. And since I found a dentist here, it's kind of like if you can find a good auto mechanic dentist or doctor, you got to hold on to them. Yes, yes, yes. And we're in Chattanooga now saying I found a good dentist. Haven't found a good auto mechanic yet or a good doctor. But when I do, I'll latch on to them and and visit them as often as I need. Anyhow, so take care of your teeth now before they get bad. And if your teeth start going bad or you feel something's going on, get it checked out. Please do that because what I found out is I, I could have been, even though I was trying to be tough and stuff, if I had waited much longer, that would have caused a much bigger problem that might even have been life-threatening to me. And I kind of want to hang around for a little bit longer. The good Lord will decide what my time on this planet is. But I'd like to get a few more 
things done before that the sands run out on my hourglass. So take care of yourself. And if you have a problem or pain, even if it's not a tooth or something else that just don't feel right, get it checked out by somebody you trust. Yes, I got to put that as a qualifier. You got to trust somebody. Do your research to make sure they know what they're doing before they play hands on you, <laughs> especially if they're going to pull things out and cut things off and all that there stuff. So that's the one lesson about a health lesson. But how about if you have something in your life that is toxic, like my tooth? Maybe you have toxic relationships or you have a toxic habit, something that's causing you bad health for your physical, spiritual, or mental health. Well, then I suggest you pull that out of your life. Yeah, if you got a bunch of friends that all they do is talk about negative things, bad things, maybe y'all, you know, we ought to get some new friends. Find some friends. They say we equal the five closest friends we have. We're usually the same in mental, uh, you know, the way we think about things, the way we talk about things. Pretty much they've done studies, whoever they are. Studies have been done that say that the income level is the same, and I'm going to talk about that later. But for right now, if you got toxic friends, get some good, healthy friends. Uh, pull those friends out. If you got toxic things you're watching, then stop watching those. Find some things that are healthy, that lift you up, that encourage you, that make you happy when you're watching, not bummed out, angry and stuff. I know we watch the news and some of that stuff. We need to know some of the stuff that's going on, but you don't need to spend so much time that it'll rot your bones. Yeah, and your mind as well. So if there's something toxic in your life, you might want to think about having that taken care of and pulling that out of your life so that you can recover and heal and be healthy and strong and live a happy, long baby boomer life. Yes, that's what I have for you today. I did go over a little longer than I thought, but I, I've been quiet for most of yesterday and stuff. So I guess I had to get my words out from yesterday and today. And I hope you did enjoy the show. I hope you learned something from it and at least got a chuckle out of my misadventures and great adventures or kind of adventures. But anyhow, I'll be back for another show and I sure do hope that you'll be back for that. And until then, I will just say goodbye and God bless. 